Welcome to KJV Cafe, where the truths of God's Word come alive. Grab a hot cup of coffee or tea and spend some time learning about our Savior and Lord, Jesus Christ. Listen now to Pastor Clark Covington of Heartland Community Baptist Church as he explores great insights from the Word of God. Amen. Glory to God. Welcome to the program. Welcome to the cafe. So good to have you here. Amen. Such a great, I'm telling you, this topic will bless you here today. It blessed me just to think about it. It's just been chewing the cud a little bit on this one. The old paths, the old paths. Oh, how we need to get back to the old paths. Amen. You know, I was thinking of this one yesterday. Matter of fact, such a busy day yesterday and not like busy, like every minute is filled, but busy. You're doing a bunch of things you don't normally do. It's just one of those days. I think I had three different trips with the kids for activities and I'm so glad as a dad, I can be there for them and live out that what I believe the Lord has called me to do as a dad, but balancing that with business and with the ministry, family, my wife, she was taking her father to the doctor. Seems like an endless stream of appointments they have all the time. Again, blessed that she can help, but she's got that. She has work. She's big part of the ministry, doing a lot here for the ministry. And she has her own health issues and I have health issues, you know, just allergies and she's got a thyroid issue, all these issues. So busy. And I was thinking, Hey, you know what? I'm tired. And maybe life has just kind of gotten crazy here in this modern time. And there was a couple of videos I saw online about the old times, a simpler way of life, a better quality of life. And God, I believe, is prescribing something similar. Amen. Uh, an example, kind of a silly example, but, you know, hey, it's not that silly, I guess. My wife and I, a couple of weeks ago, we had a gift card to Cracker Barrel. And if you know me, you know I love Cracker Barrel. I can't say nothing bad about Cracker Barrel. And it was weird. We went on a Friday night, uh, went with the young kids. I was going to say the five of us. We're a family of five, but the teenager stayed home because that's his preference. Amen. But um we brought him, we got it to go thing for him. Don't worry, he was cared for. But uh, the four of us were there, little kids, and my wife and I and came right in, sat right down. There was a little, you know, that little light there on the table. They had the little candle light, gas light, whatever it is. And it was just, we, I mean, wasn't that full or anything, didn't have to wait, but we ended up being there forever. We were there for like an hour and a half plus, and the decaf coffee was flowing, the food was good, and we were just talking because we... It was, uh, the server was new and it got busy and this, that, and the other. And we just there a really long time. And I told my wife, I said, that was just so nice being, you know, stuck, quote unquote, as a family, just talking and spending time. And, you know, I think that's how the old time way was before the cell phone and before the car and everything. You probably did spend an hour or two at dinner. Why not? Amen. That's kind of what I'm getting at here is not that we need to take a long dinner all the time or not take our kids anywhere or whatever it may be, but that there is an old path that is better and more profitable than the path that we're on here in modern society. Jeremiah 6, 16, thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein and ye shall find, ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will walk not, we will not walk therein. We will not walk therein. And so Jeremiah chapter six is dealing with this prophecy the Israelites are not listening, they're not hearkening, they're not paying attention to God. And so Jeremiah is referring to the old paths. What could they be? 
Well, this was written around 627 BC, and that would be roughly 100 years after Isaiah wrote prophecy, and Isaiah talked about getting right with God and listening to God, or 350 years or so from when Solomon built that beautiful temple for God, or 400 years from when the time King David uh, was ruling and reigning, a man after God's own heart. And so you don't know exactly what Jeremiah is referring to, but you have to think it was a time when the Israelites we're minding the Lord, we're waiting on the Lord, we're living for the Lord, we're dedicated to the Lord as much as they could be. Amen. Uh, and, and Jeremiah is saying, thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. So number one, we have to stand in the ways and see. We have to open our eyes. How can we know what to do differently if we don't know what's going on? How can we change if we aren't sure what we're changing from or to? We need to, again, just pay attention. Like I said, yesterday was kind of a trigger for me where I just had to stop and say, you know what? Is this right? Is this how we should be living, right? Is this how we should be living? Now, I don't have a social media. We have like a church page, but I don't have a personal page. But a lot of people will reckon this to social media. A lot of young people will say, this is getting out of control. I'm going through this feed and I'm feeling envious or I'm coveting or I'm jealous or I'm feeling indifferent or I'm depressed and they're getting a different kind of phone that won't have the social media on it or they're deleting their accounts because it's messing with their mind or binge streaming on Netflix or whatever. And Netflix, by the way, has many wicked shows. Just cancel it, amen. Get you some pure flicks or something good like that. Whatever it may be, there's a couple of them out there. Not that they're perfect, I know they're not, but get away from this content that's bringing you down, right? We look at it like it's a necessity to have these things. Or maybe you are in the car and you're constantly hopping around and shopping or spending money and worrying about money. And it's like, is this how it should be, amen? We have to look. So number one is stand in the ways and see, open our eyes and ears, look around and say, is this how God would have us to live? Is this recon re reconciling with the Bible? And the Bible has a lot to say about family, about family time, about love and devotion, about loving our neighbors, about be it being better to give than to receive. Uh, the Bible has a lot to say about how we are to live. And secondly, it says, ask for and then walk in the old paths. We need to ask for the old paths. We need to inquire of the Lord, what are they? You know, where are they, right? We need to, we need to look and see, okay, the old path, what would that actually, uh, you know, be? And I believe that is Bible living. I believe that is being separate from the world. So like, for example, being sober of a sober mind. The Bible says to be of a sober mind, so getting all the alcohol and stuff out of the way. You know, maybe it's vaping, maybe it's cigarettes, whatever it may be. I know they're hard to kick, amen, but getting it out of the way. And you know what? Not by your own power of the flesh, but by the working of the Spirit, amen. Ask God through prayer. Say, Lord, you're going to get all the glory. Can you help me overcome this obstacle in my life? Maybe it's some kind of sin, pornography or whatever, uh, addiction, gambling. Ask God to help you, amen. Pray fervently. You know, have some prayer partners too that you trust, amen, and God can help you overcome these things that are standing in the way of you getting into the old path, the old way, right? Acquiring, you know what? You know what, God, how about this? Spending time with God, having time for prayer. You know what? How about Bible study time daily, prayer time daily, uh, time, fellowship time with the Lord alone daily. How about time as a family? husband and wife praying daily. How about a time uh, of family altar time? In our house, we call it Proverbs. We just sit there with the kids and we go through the Proverbs, a verse or two, 
right? By the way, you don't have to be a preacher. A lot of these Proverbs will literally preach themselves. You could just read it and say, okay, I think I know what this says, you know. Uh, You know, the beginning of the wisdom is the fear of the Lord or whatever. It's okay, yeah, okay, I think I understand. Okay, you fear God, you reverence God, and that's wisdom, right? You go through these things. These are the old paths. And then the Bible says here to walk therein, amen? Ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein. Walk infers action, movement, taking steps. Maybe you need to do a to-do list. Maybe you need to have something on an app. Maybe you need uh, to have a family meeting. Take those steps. Be proactive, amen. Don't just say you're going to do it and then let it slip aside in the busyness of life. Say, I'm going to take these steps. Whatever's keeping you from home, whatever's keeping you from the family, whatever's keeping you from the Lord, all of these things are good and biblical. Maybe it's church. You know, a lot of people after COVID just done got out of church. They say they stream and maybe they do, maybe they don't, but you know, maybe it's not the same. I know there's some people that are shut in. I thank God that uh, our ministry on the radio reaches some of those shut-ins. But if you're able you know, maybe you stop going to church. Maybe the walk in the old paths is to go to the house of the Lord. The Bible said it's good that we go to the house of the Lord. The Bible says as we see the day approaching, we should not forsake the assembly. We should be getting together more and more as we see the day approaching. So whether it's going to church, whether it's going, maybe you stop going to Sunday school, maybe you stop going soul winning, you know, maybe you stopped handing out tracts, maybe you never did these things, but you wanted to do these things. Let's look at the old time way and take steps and actions to make it happened. And here is the best part of this message. And here is a true theme that you'll see throughout God's uh, advice for us in the Bible. And that is the uh, latter part of the verse. And I'll just read the whole verse. Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein. Okay, so you take action. And then we see here, and ye shall find rest for your souls. Ye shall find rest for your souls. You see the fruit of this. You see the, 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 the result of this walking in the old paths is rest for a weary soul. Is there anything better than rest for a weary, weary soul? A beautiful promise from God himself is that we will find rest in the old paths. You know, that to me is what I needed yesterday was rest. I needed rest. I was sitting there and I was tired. My wife was telling me she just was at her mom's house for a season there after taking her dad to the doctor. And she's like, I just took a nap on the on the day bed. My mom didn't even know I was there. Amen. We just need rest. And the Bible's saying, you want rest. You need rest. This world is wearing you out. And the reason why is because you're not supposed to live like this. Guess what? If the whole world is doing something, it doesn't make it biblical or holy. It just means the whole world's doing something. The Bible says, even though they're joined hand in hand, they shall not go unpunished. So just because something is popular or big in the world means nothing to God. God is no respecter of persons. He does has no respect for the ways of the world that go against him or his ways. And he's saying, look, if you get back into the old paths, you'll find rest. The Bible helps to back this up. So the Bible tells us this here in Jeremiah 6.16, and it backs it up. You know, the Bible says that when we we pray, we'll have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. So as you go on the old paths, which surely would include many times of spending in the Bible and devotion times of the Lord, that's going to bring about peace. That's going to bring about renewal. That's going to be this idea that as you seek the Lord, you're going to hold him accountable to the promises that he's made you as he holds you accountable to walk in that old path. And as you walk in this way, amen, you have peace. You have peace. It's a beautiful promise. What does rest look like to you? 
I mean, is there anything more beneficial than rest? I don't think so. I've got a 17-year-old that I'm pretty sure is sleep-deprived, amen. He needs rest. I've got little kids that will not rest. They have too much energy. I don't know where they get it from, but they got all energy under the sun. They need rest. Mom and dad need rest. We need rest, but we need a deeper rest than just laying down in bed. What we need is a godly rest, and we're just one example, and we're, we're an example uh, probably on the lower end of the scale because we're implementing a lot of these things being recommended. There are people out there that are living ungodly lives that think that they have it all made, that think that they're on the way to this materialistic goal that will be sadly, sadly disappointed when that thing doesn't satisfy whatever it is, and they will have no rest and no peace. And God's saying, I'll give you peace. I'll give you rest if you simply seek me. Amen. Jesus himself says his burden is light. His yoke is easy. Amen. It's, I mean, that's, that right there is another promise. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. I hope I didn't mix that up when I said it earlier, but either way, I, now I read the verse straight from the words, the lips of Jesus Christ, the red letter text there. That when we seek the Lord, we have rest. But what does the verse say here to cap this off? It's so sad. But they said, we will not walk therein. Who's they? This is the Jewish people that Jeremiah is addressing. He's saying, please look to the old paths. You're, you're headed for destruction. Look to the old paths. We understand the Bible says the wages of sin is death. Look to the old paths. But they said, we will not walk therein. And so that stubbornness, that worldliness, that carnal nature, that, that idea of appealing to the flesh instead of the Holy Spirit within us for those that have been saved has led to their destruction. And if we're not careful, history is going to repeat itself. We need for our own health and well-being to turn to the old paths. Why not be bold for Christ? Just because no one else is doing it doesn't mean anything. Get rid of those things that are getting in the way of returning to the old paths. Cancel whatever it may be. Delete the app, the social network, whatever it is. Get rid of it. Be bold, especially dads out there. If there's any dads listening, have a family meeting and saying, we're going back to the old time way. And that way will be profitable for us and it will bring honor and glory to the Lord. And that is God's plan for us here today to return to the old paths. I thank you for listening. I wish I had more time, honestly, but I thank you for listening so much. Take care. God bless and amen. Thanks for visiting the cafe today. Our goal is to inspire you with the truth and depth of God's Word in a straightforward manner. Do you know Jesus? You can today. Visit kjvcafe.com to learn more about God's great plan of salvation for all of mankind. Until next time, remember as Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 puts it, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness.